Accessing archive. Authorizing. Access granted. Accessing file. Dude, I mean, it's, it's it's been an interesting time for for musicians and bands and artists of all sorts during this quarantine. But you guys seem to be making some good moves, even despite it all. You had a really nice live stream not too long ago. Yeah, we did it on the Time Wheel page. How was it? I thought it was awesome. The response was really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like a lot of people were paying attention, and it was cool to be able to interact with people at a time when everybody's kind of like disconnected from each other so mm-hmm. it was really cool to get back out there and just play music again you know that was yeah. the biggest thing totally no it was killer dude y'all slay thank you yeah <laughs> absolutely how did you meet all the guys from war stories that's actually kind of crazy because like uh me christian and marcos actually were in a lot of the same areas and spaces when we were younger without even realizing it mm-hmm. but i grew up watching christian play in bands back when we were younger like early middle school early high school and um i just grew fond of like that whole like thing that they were doing because it seemed like they were really capturing the attention of i guess the local scene Mm -hmm. so i was like i need to get in with them and jamming with other people somehow kind of like allowed my being to manifest that in my life yeah so once I started hanging out with Christian, it was kind of just all like uphill from there. Like yeah. James came through same way. Like I saw him once, I think perform at this place. And it was just like, damn, like I need to make music with him. Mm-hmm. So then we chilled for a little bit after that. And then Marcos came through and the rest was history. Nice. It's cool. That's cool. Now they're also <coughs> proficient with their instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, like Marcos is incredible on the drums. Christian, incredible bass. And I love his energy live. Yeah, that's... He just freaking brings it, dude. He's like the core when it comes to the live performance, for sure. We definitely feed off that man. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, he's slapping, dude. (laughs) Um, Speaking on manifestation a little, like, how do you... You know, because, you know, people that are creative, I I feel like we understand uh, manifestation in in a little bit of a different way. I mean, I personally started learning about it because of... uh, the documentary the secret have you seen that no i need to check that out though. it's cool you know it's got mixed responses some people think it's it's kind of woo woo other people find a lot of you know benefit from it mm-hmm. um i was introduced to the secret by my brother uh, robert he's the ceo of sheath and founder and uh, more or less it's called the law of attraction that's what the secret is and it's by thinking of things you draw them into your life so if you're thinking of bad things thinking of negative things you're kind of attracting those to you. If you're thinking of positive things, for instance, I want to make a band with these guys, mm-hmm. you're drawing that, you know, to yeah. you and, and into your life. It sounds like you might be doing that without even maybe noticing or, or knowing what what's yeah. going on. I guess it was kind of something that just happened. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like all the experiences, I guess, that I've gone through in this existence. It's kind of just things that I don't realize that are happening at the moment and then when I'm able to like kind of sit back and reflect I'm like oh I kind of I set that in motion myself without even realizing it so Mm -hmm. it was kind of like gradually as I got older I started seeing like like you said like I'm attracting what I'm 
I guess putting like the energy I'm putting out into the world like right. it's coming back to me so yeah that was the big one once I once I realized that I had I guess possessed the power to do that it was just like almost constant yeah something that I always like try to think mm-hmm. like as far as positive thoughts go and stuff totally yeah you got to program your mind you know because yeah. if it defaults you know I feel like the mind of a lot of people in today's society defaults to the negative. You really have to do some work to start changing that to default to positivity, you know, and looking on the bright side and um, what's the term? Um, giving the benefit of the doubt to mm-hmm. the world and to yourself and to people around you. Um, I found that that really can help transmute um, negative into positive when you're just able to kind of like. Uh, you know, give yourself some some pep talk or whatever. If you're going through something, just like, hey, yeah, you know, chin up, man. Stick to positivity, and you'll attract more of that. And yeah, exactly. So. That was a real big one for me. Like throughout the early years of, I guess, war stories, like mm-hmm. I had found myself in this cycle of kind of just like dejection and despair, and I was wondering why things weren't getting better. But it was kind of like my whole outlook on the world just kind of revolved in this little circle of the same like thoughts and emotions and that was kind of like all I was existing in Mm -hmm. so once I was able to see like not the other side of the spectrum but like I had taken LSD with one of my friends and it kind of just it like it was weird because like the first like I guess quarter of the trip I was kind of just like Mm -hmm. it was bad there's anxiety yeah Yeah, but it was like I was thinking of almost everything bad about myself and I was kind of like like it was all the hopeless and like despair that I had felt just amped times a hundred yeah and I couldn't help but cry and like I I didn't know why like I just felt like oh my god like this is this is terrible right and then as it went on it was like okay this is what you've been feeling but the only reason you're feeling that is because you're allowing yourself to stay in that Mm mm-hmm take that in process it for what it is and change it for what you want that'll help benefit you and the people around you mm-hmm. is like what that snowballed into yeah and after that day it was just like complete like liberation and mm-hmm. bliss like i was just it gave me like i guess the strength to pull myself out of the hole that i had dug myself in mm-hmm. so it was just like yeah perspective it, like, yeah i know exactly what you mean um taken LSD a handful of times and uh, it always does start with anxiety anxiousness it's it really gives you this uh, critical self look you get to look at yourself you know in a a critical way at first eventually you know you and it's honestly it's good to release because you had said you know you cried or something Mm -hmm. I find it good to just go with those emotions instead of fight them instead of trying to like I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna feel this I'm I'm going to shove it down further when something is trying to be shown to you. That's kind of a disservice to your own growth. So it's kind of like f- feeling that anxious anxiety, uh, feeling that kind of like self-pity a little sometimes. And then once you go through it, you know, you always hear that saying the way out is through. Yeah. Um, then this kind of more spiritual angle opens up of possibility. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, this is where you're at. You have to accept that, accept yourself, accept no one's perfect, and um, then LSD can kind of show you a more spiritual angle from which to be perceiving, yeah. which is like, hey, this is a gift, you know, like being alive 
is a precious gift it is so rare like if you were to think about the cosmos how large and expansive and cold and dark that it is and we have this nice little beach you know that is the earth you know it's like we have other people here we have music here we have experiences here to be had uh, I find like so much gratefulness that comes from my entheogenic exploration it's like 90% the same experience as as any other psychedelic whether it be mushrooms or, or DMT mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah what are your experiences with with psychedelic and, and how, how is that kind of like been brought into your creative path it's definitely a big one I feel like it's it's kind of like the cement and the concrete that's becoming war stories like it, it kind of pushed it pushed me in the direction to see like all that I needed to see in a sense like mm -hmm. it was just like I don't I don't really know like when I had always had an interest in that because I'm I'm half Native American half Mexican and um on when I go visit like my Native American side on the reservation like they're real like spiritually in tune out there mm -hmm. and I had like I didn't experience it firsthand but I had experience being around my mom like before and after she like experienced a cleansing from the medicine woman yeah and it was just like it kind of that's like my first glimpse into like spirituality and like psychedelics and all that right and I was kind of just like wow because over there like this is kind of getting into a whole nother thing but over there the like i guess the death process like mm -hmm. when you die it's a whole like week-long ceremony versus just like mm. the normal three-day thing here sure, sure. so when you go through that like the main thing is you have to let the spirit or the your loved one passing on know that you you're giving them permission to pass on to the next life yeah and I didn't have any, like, concept of, like, spirituality or anything, like, going into this. Yeah. But my mom, obviously, when her mo her mom passed away, my grandma, she was super, like, just destroyed, devastated. Mm -hmm. And she didn't want to let her go. Right. And their belief there is that if you're in pain because a loved one has passed, your loved one is going to want to take you to the other side with them because they don't want to see you in pain. Mm-hmm. So she, like, literally, like, her body started dehydrating, and mm -hmm. she ended up in the hospital and, like, almost died because she didn't, like, let my grandma go. Oh, wow. So they ended up taking her to the medicine woman, and it was weird. Like, for two days, like, my mom was throwing up, like, black fluid and just mm -hmm. wouldn't talk. Like, mm -hmm. a pale zombie, like, mm -hmm. wasn't there. Wow. She went up into, like, the mountains or wherever they took her for, like, three days. Mm -hmm. She came back, and it was, like, her color was full, and mm -hmm. she's just crying. Like, she missed me, even though she had been with me the whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was my first, like, she wasn't, like, there. Mm -hmm. That was my first, like, I guess, like, disconnect from reality without even me, like, witnessing yeah. or anything. So that's what sparked my interest and in all that. As yeah. soon as I came home, I was mm -hmm. like, I need to find out, like, what spirituality is or, like, yeah. the, everything that revolves around it, I guess. So I just kind of, like, dove head first, found LSD, had that trip, mm -hmm. and then it just went from there. Um, one of my friends had gotten some DMT, I think, a month after my first LSD trip. Mm hmm and that one was the one where I was just like, oh, they're powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I kind of saw like, 
not that there was more to this existence, but that there was more to this existence. Yeah. It was weird. I, it definitely changed like what I thought about it. Cause I had just watched documentaries and stuff and everybody was like, Oh, breaking through, breaking through this. Yeah. And I thought like breaking through meant like you just get all the answers or something. It wasn't until like my first, like three times doing DMT to where like I understood like it's, you're breaking through to like another, I guess, dimension or spiritual plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a spiritual plane out there. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it, being able to see that is very reaffirming of trusting the body mm-hmm. and it is so intelligent like our body is so smart i don't even think we give it enough credit it's you know insane. we're able to fight illnesses all the time yeah. most people are living through corona mm-hmm. the body learns oh there's something bad here let's take care of it you're sick for three five days whatever and you're good again you know it's like if we weren't as advanced we would just die immediately yeah well i think that the death process is such a kind of a, a normal part of life um it is a mysterious part of life and a not under well understood part of life mm-hmm. um but i think that we're taken care of in the death you know what i mean like by our our brain itself might release DMT at that time of death and show you the fact that, you know, you're going to go on into infinite space and time until you're ready to return, you know, whether that be a rebirth or some kind of karmic, you know, afterlife experience. It, it kind of depends on your spiritual beliefs. And I've researched tons of different spiritual traditions, you know, one that I really do identify with is Tibetan Buddhism because they talk about uh, bardos which are these like spaces that you go to after death and uh, it it puts you through numerous after death experiences that are very much similar to DMT and LSD and these type of out of body experiences you can have um, using entheogens or psychedelics. Mm -hmm. And then it brings you into this room where you get to choose your parents. So you as a spirit who has Mm -hmm. passed away and been in spirit plane for infinite time and space because the space and time isn't even a thing there yeah um you then you see you know your options of which life do i want to pick for myself and then you you're attracted to a certain parental group there's these two people here you you kind of jump into their world and you're born you know like tibetan buddhists believe that you know you decide the life that you have come into you decide your parents you decide that the life that's going to actually help you grow you know so like for us to be able to remember that and and to be intrigued in spirituality at all and to find these texts that can explain that to us it makes it gives you a lot of like i don't know like affirmation about who we are and what we're doing here i don't know man i mean i know i'm going kind of on a tangent and a rant here but i just find these medicines so powerful because i know that some people go and live 80 years and never have one experience like this yeah you know what i mean that blows my mind honestly i know so it's like they're kind of missing a key component and not always because some people will find spirituality through other means Mm -hmm. you could be a good person and go to christian church you know what i mean and be a totally good person you know and and have a lot of virtue and have a lot of understanding and acceptance in your life and have never had a psychedelic experience. Yeah. For me, it didn't work. You know, I was raised Christian and I went to church a lot and I felt 
like I didn't really connect with the people at the church mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I definitely went through that too, kind of as I grew old or older. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I I just liked the whole like enlightenment and self like inward exploration versus putting all my faith into like just yeah. one supreme being. Right. So that once once I like acknowledged that I was like okay this this isn't like for me i wasn't i don't have any disagreements with it or anything right i mean i do but that's a whole nother thing yeah it's like the the religion (laughs) i respect it the religion of christianity i think is so far removed from the actual teachings of jesus and what he was and what he was in my mind i believe he was a spiritual teacher and a yogi exactly he was a guy had had altered state experiences whether through meditation or fasting or uh, isolation or maybe even plant medicines you know I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Jesus had a mushroom experience because back then they didn't you know maybe they knew what what things were but at the same time it was like hey I'm hungry I found a mushroom on the ground let's eat it yeah, and, it had and then to exist. and then yeah and then you have an experience of God and you might not know that it came from the mushroom yeah you're just like God came to me last night I'm a changed person you didn't even know that you ate something that that helped that happen mm-hmm. in your mind you know so I think a lot of religions and spiritual teachers of the past maybe accidentally had a psychedelic experience, like maybe Moses had a DMT experience or Jesus had a mushroom experience or meditated for so long that he got spiritual insight. Mm-hmm. But um, we've heard of the things like the Salem witch trials, the witch trials were people felt like they were being cursed. Well, what happened is they were eating bread that was infected with uh, a fungus and the fungus contained LSA, which is just barely different than LSD. Mm -hmm. And it was causing people to hallucinate, causing people to trip out. (laughs) So like, they're like, I saw this witch across the street. And as soon as I saw her, I started having demonic visions and felt like I was getting taken over by negative spirits. It's like, bro, you're just having a bad trip on LSA. And then they're burning those innocent people, right? It's like, she's just a girl. I'll burn her. Ever since I saw her, demonic spirits came. It's like, that is crazy, the fact that these psychedelics have literally shaped our culture knowingly or unknowingly. Yeah. It's like, in, they've been here. It's insane. Yeah. That they, was one of the big things with, uh, like, my Native American family, too, because their whole, like, I guess, belief is super spiritual. And, I mean, they do partake in, like, ayahuasca and peyote and things like that, you mm-hmm. know? So, it's interesting. Their whole, like belief revolves around the mother which is earth because they feel like that's the only like true factor that can stop you from living your life Mm -hmm. because i mean you can't really do anything if there's like a tornado or some crazy ass weather you know right so their thing is you got to give respect back to the mother because she gives us life yeah and that like really resonated with me so i kind of just took that and ran with it Mm mm-hmm and it, it's just su- such an interesting thing once you think about spirituality and how like all the religions in the world kind of like take pieces and parts from the same concepts and yeah. beliefs yeah it's insane the primary mystical experience and yeah that is the the experience of the ineffable the awesome you know just like the things you can't really put into words but you know because you had the experience mm-hmm. um yeah and then there are a ton of people who listen to people who had that experience devoutly and become ministers or priests or whatever but they've never had the experience themselves which is so interesting you know i feel like this will probably never happen at least not in my lifetime but 
Christian pastors or Christian uh, leaders of any sort, I think, should have a psychedelic experience because then they would know what Jesus knew, at least a little bit. Yeah. You know, forgiveness, love, we're all the son of God. Like, don't just take some book's word for it. You can literally have the experience. Mm -hmm. You can know it firsthand. We are all the same thing, and we're all interconnected in this field of energy mm -hmm. that is reality. But it's like fish don't know they're in water. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that's just their life. We're in water too, you know? And yeah. we don't know the interconnectedness of all the ecosystems and all the, the social systems and everything at play that keep this ball rolling. And, you know, once you become aware of it, I feel like you understand life a little more and you're able to do the things you're here to do instead of wish you could do them. Yeah. You know, because we all start there. Like I, at one point, wished I could have a record label. I at one point wished I could sing. Mm. Um, I couldn't sing. I, you know, singing is not something, for me at least, it wasn't something I was born with. Yeah. I really had to try and learn how to vocalize because... Back in the day, when I would listen to music, I couldn't tell what was what. I couldn't tell a bass from a guitar. Mm -hmm. I, I, the drums, I had no idea what was a tom or what was a hi-hat. It was funny. It was like when I get in the car with people that were instrumentalists, and they'd be like, dude, did you hear that, that double kick, you know, or whatever? Like yeah. that, what are they called, double bass drum? Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, what are you talking about? You know, like I, I just hear music. It was just one thing. Yeah, yeah, it was just one thing. So it's like, as you become a musician and start playing with bands, start using your voice to sing, uh, you start to learn the technicals and the, uh, the flow state that is required in order to do these things. Because mm -hmm. we all know, you know, when we first start out, you don't have good timing and everyone's yeah. kind of like on their own thing. It's like, bro, you're not with us at all. Like, <laughs> where's your tempo? And then mm -hmm. eventually you learn like, oh, like, then you can just spot your guy like tapping his foot. Yeah. or something or look over at marcos and he's got the hi-hat clinking away you know and it's yeah. like oh okay i'm back you know you realize like it's all connected yeah it's like that how you were saying like it's it's weird like everybody individually is coming together to create like this one energy and sound you know mm -hmm. so it's it's weird because i feel like the thing with that is like when you first get together with people who like haven't played music or you haven't played music yourself it's kind of like you're all like fighting each other mm -hmm. without even realizing it mm -hmm. and then one person is just like all right fuck it i'm gonna do what you do and then it just right goes like butter from there dude totally yeah i remember the first few times jamming with something fiction where um you know I would play keys, and at very early in our career, I played guitar terribly. I could not do chords. I could only do one or two strings at a time, you know? Mm -hmm. And it hurt like a motherfucker. I feel that. <laughs> um, so eventually I quit guitar because it just didn't feel natural to me, the way that keys and drums and vocals uh, feel more natural to me. But mm -hmm. um, I did want to ask, because you are a vocalist, very mm -hmm. talented vocalist. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate I got a lot that. of respect for your voice there. And... How did that come about? Did, did, how did you start singing, you know? Like, what, what was that process like for you? <laughs> I'm kind of kicking myself saying this, but I guess it was more heavily influenced from my dad because I grew up, I mean, watching him play guitar and sing with his band. Like, mm -hmm. from ages four to seven, we lived in a house with his bandmates. Oh, cool. So it was kind of just like, always something that had interested me but my thing when i was little was drums like i i mm -hmm. wanted to play drums because i mean who doesn't want to hit stuff uh, when they're, they're little freaking, you know they're fun <laughs> yeah yeah but as i got older 
my dad started putting me on to like guitarists and stuff like that and i realized like damn this is crazy expressive mm-hmm. so it just it went from there like i just would sing along to stuff that i would hear on the radio and then mm-hmm. i was just like well i could actually hold this pitch like let me let me try like mm-hmm. saying what i want to say yeah. and it just it, it went from there it wasn't mm-hmm. really like a, oh i can sing mm-hmm. because i still don't feel like i can sing i just sure. i'm able to project what i feel yeah so it that that's more of what it is to me right it's funny though because i feel like a lot of the biggest musicians on earth uh, at least the ones that 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 i respected growing up and, and mm-hmm. still continue to respect seem self-taught yeah and well when you go into these like teaching environments it's funny because that they're like all like at least my teacher was kind of a an operatic type singer mm-hmm. and kind of elitist so he'd be like yeah. he'd kind of be like why do you want to sound like this guy mm-hmm. you know like yeah, I'd show him like you know music like I'd love to sing songs like this or in this register or whatever and he'd be like he's not a very good singer <laughs> and I'd be like bro like he's literally selling out stadiums he's you killing it yeah. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> he is a good singer you know and uh, anyway because like these opera people were like no he can't go oh you know yeah, it gets it, more into like opinion yeah stuff I right. feel that yeah singing is awesome man hell it's, yeah it's super cool it's just like such a timeless art form mm-hmm. yeah people have been singing for as long as people have been talking you know it's like can you imagine the first person who ever sang yeah you know just like kind of some caveman type person and you know you imagine caveman be like ooh, ooh, ah, ah, you yeah. know like kind of more primal and guttural like uh vocaling yeah um vocalizing and then like some i wonder if it was a guy or a girl like who first was like <laughs> it's crazy like when i go to the reservation and participate in like powwows and stuff mm-hmm. it's like you kind of see a glimpse into that world because mm-hmm. they have like the the drum corps which is always in the center on the side where the elder men are playing the drums and you have like one or two just singing mm-hmm. but their style of singing is just so like it's like that like just y- like tonal Tonal, yelling like Uh it's it's insane but Mm -hmm. it's so like something about it like when you hear it it just makes you feel like you like you feel yeah the emotion behind it it's insane i know what you mean i know what you mean yeah because we've done uh drum circles here at my house before and it's funny because like we'll get so into a groove that someone you know sometimes it's me sometimes it's someone else in the drum circle will be just feeling the vibe so much that you just start vocalizing yeah that's just you just boom 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 boom, there's like hey oh you know exactly it's it's crazy (laughs) dude it's so interesting like Mm -hmm. the power behind the voice Mm -hmm. you don't even have to say anything but what's awesome is it adds so much because then for everyone else that wasn't vocalizing but in Mm -hmm. the drum they get like this seed of inspiration like yes you know like oh i want to drum harder faster like let's ramp this shit up I freaking love drum circles because there's no like one tempo. It's constantly fluctuating. It's like yeah. you might start slow, get really fast at a point to the point that you literally can't drum anymore because mm-hmm. your arms and your hands are just fried. Like, and then you slow it back down, you take some breaths, and then just like ramp it back up. And you know, and it's yeah. very much a uh, exercise in longevity because drumming is hard, dude. It's kind of almost like a psychedelic experience if you mm-hmm. think about it. Just the constant up and down, and then the yeah. the like intensity, and then it just kind of 
dissolves right it's crazy that's what interested me so much about music was like the frequency and like i guess what you feel based off that vibration like it's it's insane Mm -hmm. that's why i like doing a lot of that weird like interlude shit between our songs yeah to me that's my favorite part of the album because it's like Mm -hmm. i'm not saying anything there but this shit is making me feel crazy right so it's it's interesting i love interludes yeah same yeah i love just um albums that have kind of cohesive uh story arc yeah where they're like you know like fading in and out of one another or bringing back certain parts that were maybe echoed earlier or yeah just the way that songs can weave into one another mm-hmm. and then having interludes to help that process you know yeah that's cool listening to music on psychedelics was like the thing that kind of showed me like this is what i like mm-hmm. because it was like i mean you could listen to a song on psychs but it's like say that song is three minutes like you're only really listening to the actual song for probably like a quarter of that the rest of it is just like what it's making you feel and the Mm -hmm. thoughts that come in and out of that like it's insane i know what you mean yeah i can vividly remember um this really trippy experience of listening to my own music feeling you know on lsd in in the park yeah um, with a little bit of weed too and having this crazy sensation that I had made all of that music mm-hmm. for this moment. It's like the things I'm hearing now are happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, exactly. it makes it happen. And then you're like, so I made this whole album <laughs> so that I could sit here now, hearing it, mm-hmm. enlightening me, showing me deeper parts of myself. Like, it is so sacred and incredible what these medicines are capable of doing, yeah. you know, because it's like you think you're making it for something else, for some ego gratification, for mm-hmm. uh, I'm doing it because I look up to this other band or yeah. and I want to be like them or, or whatever it is. But then you find that sacred moment with yourself and your music and you're like, I made this for me. Yeah. You know, like this is part of my soul's journey is to make music for myself to then later grow to you don't even have a plan for it when it when you're making it exactly it's crazy that's the most insane thing like mm-hmm. I, that's usually what sets like a record in stone for me is like we'll go through the process of writing and recording it but like it's not like set till like i am able to listen to it tripping because then it's like mm-hmm. you said you you see like what exactly occurred in the process of you making that versus like mm-hmm. like with conscious healing i that was like a reflecting back on it like the time that it took to write and record that was a very like stressful like almost devastating period in my life Mm -hmm. but after like listening to it tripping after recording it i was like holy shit man like Mm -hmm. fuck yeah like i came out of that like i'm so proud to be sitting here listening to this right now but it was just so much more than just that it was i completely get what you're saying it's awesome Yeah. yeah Yeah, man, it's it's incredible. Music is such a gift. And, you know, again, to, to, to kind of bring back what we were talking about earlier about how as a pre-musician, you just hear music. You just hear the final product. You don't. It's not like you're hearing the bass and the drums and uh, the guitars for what they are and for the riffs they're playing. You just hear 
the whole thing happening. Mm-hmm. It's really good to keep in mind that a lot of people are like that at your shows yeah. or that are your fans, that are your listeners. They're like, how the hell did they do this? Like, You know what I mean? Because I feel like once we become musicians and we know how to identify you know, uh, each instrument or each, you know, EQ or the mix or the master or whatever it is, it kind of takes you out of the art. Yeah, you, you become like super critical yeah, almost. way too critical of your own work, but also the work of others. So yeah. it's like a double-edged sword is like learning to be a musician. We're definitely going through that right now. Like even now, we are have this promo that's not out yet. And like the more we listen to it, it's like, the more like disagreements we have with it but like when we first recorded it we were like dude this is it like this is the shit Mm -hmm. but now it's just like nah we need to do this better like it's it's just a snowball of constantly wanting to improve i guess yeah i think you know this is an interesting topic to bring up but i think that that's why musicians and drugs are known to go together it makes sense is because you kind of need to step away from yourself to hear it for what it is at the end of the day when you identify with it so much because you did the whole thing and you can hear every little mix detail and Mm -hmm. you know all of your uh your bandmates and their instrumental capabilities like you can do it better than that and you know and you're just helping each other really but at the same time it, it can get to a point where it's less constructive because you're overanalyzing. Yeah. So I at least have found um, a method of gaining space, whether it be time or whether it be perspective space from your creation. Um, For instance, record something, don't listen to it for a week. You know what I mean? Don't listen to it every day after you record it. Mm -hmm. Wait, and then you get hit with it again and you're like, okay, no, it's great, yeah. you know, before you overthink it for 48 hours or 72 yeah. hours and then end up changing it all or even scrapping it. It's weird how that works. It's like, and then the other the other thing, if it's not time, it's perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's like listening to it in an altered state, you know, meditate, do some yoga, do some breath work, take a psychedelic, smoke some weed. Yeah. Um, then you can hear your music for what it is without your ego attachments, without your kind of overly analytical critical mind like coming in and harping you yeah know? that's one thing that i've kind of been trying to like i guess gravitate towards more with the guys is like kind of just gaining the mutual understanding that like we come together and we make this thing work yes individually but in a whole to me it's its own entity like what we do has impact yes Mm-hmm. but it 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 only like really works the way it works together mm-hmm. and it's it's insane because like that's what makes me see that like we we'll individually have our fuck ups but then i watch the performance and i'm just like as a whole like this is great totally it's it's really interesting those camera angles help too yeah for sure for because <laughs> sure. then it's like oh they weren't even looking at me while that yeah. part i was thinking about you know exactly because the whole time you're up there you're like this camera's on me the whole time right but it's not even like that yeah no i think that's a great part of of camera work and i love camera work i'm I'm a somewhat of a cameraman myself (laughs) camera work makes a story so much more powerful it's like you know you ever watch sports so much camera work you know uh good concerts ton of camera work when the solo comes on they show the guitarist soloing you know, when the drum solo comes up, switch over to 
the drummer or you know if there's a vocal line they look at the vocalist i i will say they give the vocalist a shitload of attention yeah a shitload so it's a lot of pressure to be honest to be that front man is among the most pressure on the stage um so there's a lot of pressure there but anyway camera work it really kind of helps divvy it up so that everyone kind of gets equal shine and that adrian it was funny seeing him because we had met like six years ago really um at guitar center at the very beginning of both of our i'm sure journeys Mm -hmm. because i actually used to go to guitar center for um lessons on how to use daws you know oh shit so that's that's interesting digital audio workstation is for the listeners that don't know what a daw is or a daw um, I would go to Guitar Center to learn Ableton, to learn Pro Tools. They actually had free lessons. Um, Saturday mornings, at, I think it was 9 or 10 or something. And I showed up, and he was in the class with me, the first few classes. And then we kind of didn't really, you know, like, after the classes, we didn't stay in touch. And then I run into him that night, and, yeah. and he was like, bro, remember me? And I was like, oh, shit. You that know? must be so crazy, like, you have your label now, and you're here mm-hmm. with, like... Yeah. a band that's yeah. insane how long yeah. ago was that that was like seven or eight maybe almost 10 years ago now honestly i'm gonna say 10 that's crazy so me and him both have been in san antonio doing separate production stuff for mm-hmm. 10 years and then we just bump into each other in the field it's funny how that happens <laughs> like working together yeah that's working awesome. together it's yeah. like yo it all like the tutorials worked we're here yeah. we have a job that's <laughs> That's awesome. Definitely when shit awesome. like that happens. Absolutely. Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So as far as things on the horizon for War Stories, what what do you got cooking? Because, uh, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be as much shows. Uh, it's sounding to me like 2020 is a little bit of a uh, showless year yeah. from what I'm hearing, other than live streams. Yeah, I, we have one more live stream coming up on the 20th. Mm-hmm gonna play some new songs and probably the first album um but other than that we got a music video the promo should be out soon um getting ready to record this next stretch of songs Mm -hmm. um other than that just trying to keep the ball rolling you know keep Mm -hmm. content strong and yeah keep putting the message out and showing people that I mean, it seems pretty hopeless out there, but there is hope mm-hmm. in this hopeless world. You just got to keep mm-hmm. pushing. Yeah, there is. You know, I think if you give in to hopelessness, that you lose the battle. Yep. You know what I mean? So let's win the battle. Stay hopeful. Um, bring positivity into the world. It actually makes a difference. Yes. You know, like even a smile, just a smile. Um, but honestly, it could change someone's whole day. You yes. know what I mean? like love genuinely love please yeah i feel like that's one of the biggest things that needs to come out of all this shit that's happening right now is Mm -hmm. the realization that like you were saying earlier like it's all interconnected and we all come from the same source so what's the point of having this separation or these differences when we all experience the same shit in different ways so Mm -hmm. it's just insane yeah we're so much more alike than we think you know like yeah with society and social media and all the stuff that tends to make us seem so different from one another mm-hmm. um it's all an illusion man because we all want the same shit yeah, exactly. we just want love we want prosperity we want success we want family 
friends. I mean, that's those are the most important things, you know? Like, But yeah, dude, I mean, just to sum it up, love is the answer. Most definitely. <laughs> Not money. That's yeah. the biggest thing, especially with all this shit going on. It's like, obviously, money is the priority, mm-hmm. and it sucks because a lot of people's lives were lost, and a lot of people's lives are going to continue to be lost through this... I guess pandemic like, yeah pandemic and mm-hmm. hierarchy that is in like power or whatever yeah capitalism too yeah exactly yeah. that's that's what I was trying to say capitalism yeah 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 we live in a weird world but honestly psychedelics are on the rise they're almost legal hell yeah they're almost legal that that's a big thing too like all this crazy fucked up shit that's happening in the world there is a lot of positives on the other side too it's kind of just what you choose to Mm -hmm. like perceive yeah yeah what you choose to focus on is very important and that's what i was saying earlier a little about um programming your mind you know Mm -hmm. and what you put in affects what comes out you know it's just same thing as your food you know you put in a lot of shitty food what's Mm going to come out is well, similar with uh, depression and anxiety, you, you're super anxious and depressed. Well, what have you been putting in information wise, you know, yeah. and for a lot of us, it's social media, endless amount of social media. I, I, I find that a lot of people live in social media like it's their. Yeah, it's like their other their inner world. Yeah. I mean, social media can totally be used for good and beautiful, powerful messages. Take some time off if you feel like overly inundated, uh, overly inundated with negative headspaces stemming mm-hmm. from social media, because it can happen. Uh, it's very normal, natural. Maybe even the creators of these platforms are aware of that. Yeah, you know. Um, so. It's kind of crazy too, because like if, like the way I like to think about it, it's it's kind of like hindered people's ability to think for themselves fully. Yeah, and it's. It's crazy because if you think about that, like if you're saying that the creators are aware of something like that, it, it's kind of like it can almost be viewed as like a controlling tactic. Yep. Or something to lower like the collective vibration of mm-hmm. the consciousness. I don't. Yeah. It's it's so like complicated. Like you could complicate all of that shit so much, but I feel like the easiest thing is to just like program your mind for love you know 100 percent. yeah spend some time each day checking in um just making sure you have healthy boundaries in places too you know you just got to have moderation with everything in life the balance is very important i agree those are some great messages man to leave off with i think we should kind of wrap it on that yeah but, i'm but down incredible dude so where can people find uh war stories and and your work and stuff um on our socials uh war stories 210 across all platforms or war stories tx.com is our website mm-hmm. or on all the time will socials for the most part mm-hmm. some more stories shit on there somewhere awesome well, dude thank you so much for your time it's yeah. been an honor thank you for having me empty it's topo cheers awesome <laughs> <laughs> Peace, love, and blessings to all the listeners, and thank you for being interested in what we got going on. It's really...